time now is quarter past ten. And uh, as I've said many times on the show when I've spoken to authors, I am always in awe um, when somebody decides to write a book that other people will read. And uh, I think that it's an incredible skill to have and many people who aspire to do that. But sometimes we just don't know where to start. So it is a real pleasure to welcome to the show Donald Powers. He is the co-author of a book, Become a Better Writer, How to Write with Clarity and Simplicity. And the book was launched earlier this year. Donald, good morning and welcome to Helderberg FM. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for having me this morning. It's a real pleasure. And uh, as you heard what I said, I I just have such an amazing um, uh, respect for a person who writes a book, um, and especially when other people pick it up and read it. Um, Let me ask you, however, how did this book come about? Yes, well, it emerged very naturally from the work we do at Clarity Global, which is the company I work for. We're a a strategic communications firm based in Cape Town and Washington, D.C. And basically what we do is help our clients communicate clearly to their target audience. And often this involves taking complex information and making it accessible to a non-specialist audience. So... The work we do involves writing, editing, as well as writing training. Mm. And when I joined the company in 2017, my um, colleague and managing director, Greg Rosenberg, who is a co-author of the book, he said he felt there was a gap in the market for a practical guide on how to write Mm. simply and clearly that's relevant to an African context. Uh So that's where the book came from. What does the book cover uh, in particular and what makes it different uh, from all the other books that are out there that uh, focus on how to write a book? Well, there's so many books out there and um, (laughs) people's attention spans and their their budgets these days are are really short. Mm. So we wanted to write a book that uh, that is engaging, that's readable and useful to uh, a wide audience. So we're hoping it'll be useful to um, an audience that includes school school learners, university and college students, uh, young and established professionals, basically anyone who wants to improve the quality of their writing, Mm. uh, particularly those whose first language is not English. And um, and that's what what we did. It's a a really slim and uh, engaging book. And I think the the model we had in mind was um, quite a quite a classic handbook now it's it's uh, you maybe know but it's called the elements of style it's been around for almost half a century 1959 yeah. is when it was first published and that that was the model of, of what we wanted to write something really easy to use uh, useful and um helpful to people who want to write simply and clearly and it's got and it must have longevity as well um from what you've just said yeah. so that it's something that will apply in 10 20 years time as well i just want to quickly ask you if if somebody's listening and they thinking would this be for non-fiction or bo- or fiction or both or one or the other i think it can apply to to writers of fiction and non-fiction but our main focus is non-fiction mm. so we a lot of the work we do focuses on, on writing that is um, aiming to inform an audience, um, mm. provide a lot of information and an argument and that sort of thing. So what what we outline in the book is approaches to making non-fiction writing uh, clear and accessible, particularly where there's information that 
um, is coming from a specialist field, mm. for example, finance or law or uh, politics, government, yes. um, and a member of the general public wants to be able to engage with this information and know how it affects their lives. So I think you've mentioned one of the pitfalls there is, is, is kind of jargon that is specific to a particular industry um, that people sometimes come a cropper when they try and write a book. Are there other common pitfalls um, that, uh, of writing that you discuss in the book? Yes, there, there are many pitfalls. We have to limit ourselves to just a few <laughs> in the interests <laughs> of uh, space. But um, basically, all the, all the problems that, uh, that crop up in nonfiction writing start with uh, people using too many words, mm. um, trying to be unnecessarily complicated, and not thinking carefully enough about who they're writing for. So this leads to problems like uh, unnecessary repetition, mm. sentences that are just too long or overloaded with detail, or ideas that are not clearly explained, or jargon, as you say, which is basically specialized language that uh, hasn't been explained to somebody who's not a, a specialist in that field. Mm. Um, and I think we all know how it feels when a doctor or a mechanic or an IT specialist tries to explain something and the explanation just adds to your confusion. So yeah, absolutely. that kind of attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Me and IT, there you go. That's absolutely 100% spot on. They've got to draw pictures for me sometimes, so <laughs> I understand that perfectly. <laughs> I'm speaking to Donald Powers. He is the co-author of a book, uh, Become a Better Writer, and uh, we're chatting about uh, if you want to write a book uh, and how do you go about it, what the pit are what are the ingredients of good writing Donald well I think to start with you need to think about the purpose of your piece of writing um, if the purpose is to inform and engage and persuade an audience then you have to make sure you know what your key messages are mm-hmm. and you need to elevate them so that uh, the reader or the audience doesn't have to you know, sit through or wade through a huge amount of detail and context before they get to the key point. Um, so you have to think about what your target audience already knows. You have to be concise, mm. in other words, right to the point, um, try and avoid jargon, or at least explain technical terms for the benefit of those who, who don't know them. Yeah. Um, so it, it's things like that. I think it brings me to um, the, the principles of clear writing. I think you've mentioned some of them there as well and how important it is uh, to write clearly because you don't want to lose that reader after the first page. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we focus on 10 principles just for ease of reference, nice round number. Mm-hmm. And they aren't, they aren't rules. They're really just guidelines to bear in mind when you write. So some of them relate to words and phrases like uh, use the active voice rather than the passive voice because it's more direct, use verbs, um, emphasize the positive Mm. uh, rather than using double negatives, for example. Some of the principles relate to choice of detail. So if there is technical detail or jargon, try and explain it in plain language that people can understand, be Mm. specific rather than general avoid cliches and then we also look at sentence construction so Uh avoid sentences that are too long or disjointed um, or crammed with too much detail Mm. and put the main idea up front don't bury it at the end of a paragraph Mm. or sentence makes perfect sense where does editing come in once you've written it all because somebody's going to come along and say well we need to get rid of that we need to take that out um, cut that back where does that come in 
Well, I think <laughs> editing and writing are sometimes seen as separate activities, but they, they really uh, should be closely related. Um, you know, if, if, if you're trying to write something, we all know that it's very difficult to get it right mm. first time. You have to write and rewrite and revise and change a word here yeah. and change a phrase there. So I think editing is realizing that your first draft is always going to be imperfect and you have to look at what you've written with a critical eye. Where can it be strengthened? Where are there gaps in logic? Where does it not flow so well? Where have you lost the sense of what you're getting at or the thread of your argument? Uh, it's also about stepping back. If you were a painter, you would at this point step back from the canvas and take a bird's eye view of what you've composed. Yeah. And it would be easier to see what's missing or mm. what, what's not working. Absolutely. So I think it's that critical eye that is often uh, that you have to have if you're going to be putting work out there. Donald, if anybody is listening and they'd like to get hold of this book, I know that it's in hard copy and e uh, uh, ebook format. Where can they get the book? Well, they could visit our website. That's www.clarityglobal.net. And there'll be links there to buy the book on Loot or Amazon. Okay. Uh, the ebook or the hard copy. Fantastic. And more information there as well. Excellent. And as easy as that. Thank you so much for the time this morning. I found the conversation really enlightening. And uh, I, you and I had a chat off air as well. When it comes to the media world as well, um, just the content that we receive also, um, it's for people like that as well, I think. And uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Donald. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was Donald Powers, the author of a book that seeks to help people to write. If you want to write a book, um, how do you go about it? And uh, this book assists with that. And the book's name is Become a Better Writer. And uh, it's authored by Donald Powers and Greg Rosenberg. You can find it on Loot, Amazon, or you can go to their website, clarityglobal.net.